Hey friends, welcome to another episode. As always, we gotta talk business before we start the cast. Are you following us on social media? Because you should. You should be following us at Dablin Dribblin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we're pretty active on there, and you'll know what is going on on all things basketball and pop culture and news and all those wonderful things. And as always, make sure you're subscribed, you're rating, and commenting on our uh, our episodes because yeah. uh, we'd like to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You can always slide into our DMs, right, Alex? Please do. You're, you're watching the game right now. I'm watching uh, as there's time ticking down with seven seconds left in uh-huh. the first half of the Warriors' Golden State. Kevin uh-huh. Durant missed a three. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Podcast. That, <laughs> we do talk about that. What do we talk about today? We, we talk a lot of uh, Yanny versus Laurel. Yeah. Yanny or Laurel. Yeah. And apparently I'm We disagree. And young. you're wrong. Apparently I'm younger than 23. <laughs> apparently. That was great news today. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, talking about you, you enlightened me on some things that black people can't do still. Yeah, because continues to be a problem and issue. Yeah, that's America for you. Yeah, for now. Um, and then we talk about that bleeds into um, a racist lawyer in Midtown who yeah. just wanted his salad, um, but he didn't want it. He wanted his salad American. Yeah, and not. Not American. It was a racist rant. No yeah. one's ever seen anything like this before. Oh, wait, we have. Yeah. <laughs> and then we kind of talk about sex a little bit after. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We did that. How did we get up? Because you said, don't, don't play, play yourself. yourself. <laughs> don't play yourself. And I was like, so DJ Khaled said something stupid about not right. going down on his wife. <laughs> Brian tried to shortchange you by by keeping that an off mic situation. Because I, really I kept wanted that to... in. You're welcome. <laughs> Brought was, that in. It was really good. And with basketball, we uh, well, I get really really excited about this ten part documentary about Michael yeah. Jordan. And we go in, and you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, it is. I mean, come on, let's call it what it is. Um, and then, what else do we talk about? We talk about the Cavs or Black. They're what off. Like what? What? Who, who, who? Where are they? Who is? Who? Who that be? Poor LeBron James. We talk about our, our new segment. Where's LeBron James going this summer? Of course. Uh, the Rockets. Eh, what do you need to know? We're watching Game Two as we speak right now. And they're now. doing better. They're doing better, but they're up by 14 at halftime. Yeah. That changes. Anything can happen. That changes. Anything can happen. And then the Suns uh, with the number one draft pick and what that's going to look like this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. It's a. It's a good cast, short and sweet, but uh, gets to the point of fun things. Yeah. I'm really excited for this 10-part documentary. Oh my God. All right. I'm gonna bring it up. Every time I see yeah. you, <laughs> please, please please follow us on social media and uh, listen to us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell about that. Thank you for uh, thank you for letting the folks know. Did you not? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. I was watching the game. You were. All right, let's get into this. Yeah. Let's do it. Another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey, sorry, I was a little late on the hay. I had to belch. <laughs> that was so... This, this new protein. Is that the vegan protein shake that you were telling me about? Pea, yeah, pea-based. That's pea. pea as in green peas. Okay, I was going to say like, like pee-pee? You, na- you nasty. <laughs> I'm not nasty. Stop saying that about me. Anyway, what are we doing today? I don't know. We're what episode par- are we on? 40? We are on 48? Yeah. 48. Coming in on that silver anniversary. What are we going to do for our silver anniversary? We should do something fun. What do most people do for a silver anniversary? I don't know. 
for fiftieth. Yeah. Uh, All their friends and family throw them a party. Well, friends and family, we would like to have a party. Put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> we should just go out. <laughs> That's really what we should probably do. I could get with our that. with our uh, your flask of whiskey and my flask of whiskey. Yeah. We ball on a boat. That could do some damage. It always does damage. It's high volume. <laughs> <laughs> um, how have you been, man? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm good. It's kind of a, it is like graduation season mm, in, mm-hmm. in, in higher education where we work. Mm-hmm. And so it's always like a good time to see really dope people do dope things like nostalgia mm. of like, oh, I remember when you were a freshman and now you're like oh, going to be a doctor soon in I London. Know. And it's just like very sweet. And um, one, one of, so I do photography on the side. So one of our, my students, uh, uh, who's now just a friend of mine, I was also a mentor for her for a program. And she's like, it's going to rain. And like, I know we were going to take pictures, but I don't want to mess up your camera. So can we just do it like in July or something? I'm like, that's totally fine. And she's wow. coming over and she's like, uh, I have like this really long letter and she like just took yeah. a picture of like Aww. the letter and just like and I was just yeah. like uh, she's like so I was hoping to like give it to you in person but if we can't meet up tomorrow I'm like no we will meet up tomorrow mm. and I'm gonna cry like a baby the I whole time all <laughs> the cards all the cards and like just sweet like sweet yeah. and like words like for me words are very important mm-hmm. and so like when someone takes the time to like write a letter or like share even just like in any way that you know they appreciate me or whatever is very sweet um, and I've been doing that myself I think I told you like every Friday I write yes. an email or a letter or a text or something yeah. to somebody every Friday yeah I do it once a month that's really good for me I think it's yeah, important that's that's like very frequent for me I know it is yeah you know, you don't share a lot of feelings. No, and you're not getting an email. <laughs> That's fine. Remember, you were like, "Where's my?" I was like, Where's I, "I don't know." I don't get my card yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, get, getting those uh, nods of appreciation when you didn't even know you were doing anything yeah. for someone. That that means a lot. I still have like a, a like literally like a piece of notebook paper that somebody ripped. Mm-hmm. They got me flowers, and mm-hmm. she she. The, she was like not going to pay extra for the card yeah. so she because I was all about ball on a budget yeah. she ripped out um, ripped out a piece of notebook paper she's like thanks for getting me into Stanford Law and, uh, and, oh, shit. and I laminated that and put it and I'm just like I didn't do anything did you tutor her? no I wrote a really good letter of recommendation oh okay but, that helps yeah. you know but she did all the work let's be real oh, that's cool yeah so I mean like life is good it's just that season summer is approaching I mean the weather outside is frightful New York had a derecho yesterday what the flip is a derecho that's a combination of from what I read online mm-hmm. in the weather channel it seems to be the combination of every storm into one mega storm it was scary it was like the Voltron of storms the Voltron it, it of just storms. brought okay. together all the storms yeah. and then it meets in one central location mm-hmm. and then just fucks everything up it was i almost died yesterday like was, oh i was about to call you but the, on on that claim but then you told me what the story was yeah where like a piece of construction metal flew in front of me inches away from my face yeah you probably you could have died i could have absolutely died or at least had something lodged in your brain indefinitely yeah i mean my dad always likes to joke anytime i do a brain mri the good news is you have a brain the bad uh. news is we don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, thanks, Dad, with good, the jokes. Good dad joke. <laughs> Absolutely, nice. dad joke. Um, but you're doing good, though. Yeah, I'm good. I'm meeting some of my. Uh, I've met 
a number of my students' parents. Oh, that's always fun too. It's yeah. nice to see the trees from which the apples fell. Yeah, and you, it's like sweet. Oh, it, yeah, and it always makes sense. It's like, oh, I, I get now. I get now why <laughs> they are this way. Very beautiful, wonderful people. I wonder what you're going to think when you meet my parents. Oh, yeah, I've never met your parents. Mm-hmm. They've come in town before, but we always seem to miss each other. Well, I think we, this might be the year. Okay. This might be the time. We'll see. Um, we FaceTimed with them a number of times, though. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I have a good sense for what I'm working with. Oh, my God. This sounds like we do this all the time, that we face, like, me and you FaceTime Your sister my mostly, but then the parents are... Um, in the in the picture. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's not, it's not weird, friends. It's just... My sister likes to call me all the time. Yes. When Alex is over. Mostly to look at the dog, Wrigley. Yeah, it's never to see me. It's mostly to like see Wrigley, and if you're there, she's like, oh, cool, I get to talk to you're Alex, a too. By, byproduct, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You're, I'm like a tertiary like thought. <laughs> I'm not even like one or two. Just remember your place. Absolutely. Just remember your place. Keeps me humble. <laughs> Keeps me humble. Um, I want to get into some, uh, some dabbling things. It would be a delight. Okay. So have you heard about this like Yanny Laurel situation? The what now? Who now? <laughs> the Yanny Laurel situation? No. Okay. Is that one person? No. So remember the dress? <clears throat> was it white or gold or if it was blue or blue or black? Yeah, it was blue and black. It was white or gold. No, it wasn't. It, yes, it was. And this podcast, we're done. <laughs> this is it. If I had known and, we were... And now <laughs> Alex and I are no longer friends. And that's friends. the end of it. <laughs> and... Uh, this is goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, was I the only one who saw red and green? Was I the only one? <laughs> yes, Just you, were the, you were the only one. So it's basically the same kind of concept, but with audio. Oh. So something came out, and uh, this it's like it seems like a computer generalized like voice. And it's saying one of two things. And so I, I'm just going to play it, and I want you to tell me okay. what you hear, okay? <laughs> Here I go. Here I go. All right, I'm just going to do it on my... my um, my Insta. Wait, and to be clear, mm-hmm. am I going to hear Yanny or Laurel? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you're going to hear. You may not hear any of it. You may like just a... be like, this is stupid. What is, I wonder what dogs hear. What do you hear? <laughs> what do you hear? <laughs> What do you hear? It's a more nasally yammy. You hear yammy? Yeah. Oh my god. Why? Because I hear Laurel. How the hell do you hear Laurel on that? So, there's science that proves what this is. This is how some people think cilantro tastes like soap. Is this what we're doing right now? Potentially. (laughs) Oh god, that sucks. I love cilantro. Well, some people's taste buds don't. That sucks for them. So anyway, so it's very similar to like the dress. So there is a person, uh, Brad Story. He's a professor of speech, language, and hearing at the University of Arizona, and she. He said part of it has involves just the recording. Like it's not a very high quality recording, right? Like it's, and it also allows some kind of ambiguity there because it's like, what? What is that? Right? Yeah. Well, that's what you hear. That is not what I hear. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then he said, uh, he has, you have to take into account how people are like listening to it. Some are listening to it on their computer, tablets, phones, whatever. 
headphones. Um, and he said that the he ran acoustic analysis on the recording mm-hmm. of the computerized voice, and mm-hmm. he and he also recorded himself saying Yanny Yanny with mm-hmm, an N mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Laurel for comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he analyzed the recording of Laurel, the third resonance is very high for the L mm-hmm. and it drops for the R and then it rises again for the L. So it's like Laurel or something like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about the word Yanny is that the second frequency that the vocal track produces follows almost the same path in terms of what it looks like spectrographically as Laurel. Mm-hmm. So what he said is it's a low quality recording, so it's not, it's not surprising that people are confused about what they're hearing. Um, and it basically said, if you heard Laurel, you are the winner and have earned bragging rights for the round of internet uh, for this round of internet uh, debate. So I win. You what, lose. What, what is that? Because he he said they're most likely saying Laurel because of how the like how the waves are working. They're most likely saying, saying Laurel. Laurel. So thus I win. Instead you of you lose, yeah. I am more. I am. Say you, that again. Play that again. Okay. I gotta go. hear this again. I, I can't even fathom how you would hear Laurel. So I also like. Oh, here we go. Your face looks so confused. There's, it's not even close in my mind, in my ears. There's, there's a, ant. there's an ant in there. So, I was talking to somebody else about this, and they wonder if it's like, um, a like young old thing, because every young person I've uh-huh. said, said this to under the age of like twenty three says Laurel says Yanny oh. or Yammy. Yeah. And then anyone who's over that age hears Laurel. And there's some people that can hear both. Yeah. And so I don't, like, all this shows me, because you know how there's, like, those high frequencies that you could hit that only, like, like certain people of certain ages can only hear? Yeah. Like, I think it's similar to that. Like, they put that out there. Like, I think in some some Asian country, they have, like, a high frequency that's out there so student like, young people don't loiter. Yeah. Things like that, so... I don't know, but I just thought that I just wanted to know. I I had I had a feeling you would say Laurel because I'm like, you're 32, I'm 31, like we're old farts, like we hear Laurel. Yeah, I don't hear that at all. And like Sean King actually posted. Wait, he's you like, say I'm 32? Aren't you 32? I'm not there yet. Oh, you're not there. I'm Pause, sorry. Hold up a little bit. <laughs> okay, hold up. <laughs> Wait I'm a just, minute. I just listened to what you said. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm we're both 31. Still trying to hear Danny, <laughs> Laurel. No, it's Laurel. Laurel. <laughs> Wow. So we'll just talk about this. I don't want to harp on this too much, but I was I had a feeling we would be we'll like go to bed tonight listening to that. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. I don't hear that at all. But um, but anyway, so that was just a fun little fun little thing that's been going around the interwebs this week, and I figured yeah, it's cool. You know, we can. Uh, I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. No. I d- objectively. In most cases. Objectively. Well. <laughs> yeah. This time. First, first <laughs> this of all, time. always. Okay. This time. <laughs> fix your face. Always. We'll, we'll get to this basketball section. We'll uh, talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> hey, I'm a girl. Okay. I know things. Yeah. No. 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 About but I mean, the, the first thing we have in the basketball section. Oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. Later. Um. So apparently we, we can move on. Um. It's still you still can't be black and just do normal ass things what the fuck did they do this week um a couple of things um we had uh so there's a meme going around of this white woman who happens to be a stanford professor of something or another wearing glasses white woman kind of like brownish grayish hair Mm -hmm. uh, on the phone calling the cops because um people in oakland 
uh, were having a cookout. Black people. This again. And because she was like, they're not supposed to use coal. Oh, so so they now made a meme of yeah. her on the phone yeah. with like everything. So like yeah. President Obama in the Oval Office, like she's in the background calling like he's not supposed to be there. Um, oh. Just like everything. Just all the like I thought this people was... hanging out at the Washington, Wait, you know, well, her monument. Beat was her... <laughs> The you internet know, doing what it does. Yeah, it doing does. what it does. It's They made her a meme. It's hilarious. Did, Black did, Twitter specifically. Congrats. Did, Black um, excellence right there. Did, um, okay, I'm going to do some probing here for a okay, second. Okay, go ahead. So I can get this right. Is it Was her issue that they were using coal briquettes? That the, the, what they were using for the cookout yeah. is not allowed in the park when it was. Whatever it was. Oh, it was allowed. Yes, but she's saying that it wasn't. Her understanding or thought was that it's not allowed. Right, and it was like a small group of people. It was yeah. clearly all black people. It wasn't that they were in the park in general, or are we thinking that the claim about the charcoal is the covert way of it's saying, covert. I don't want them there. Absolutely. Okay, I, I could see both sides of this. Yeah. And Carcinogens she, in the air is not great, No. but also never. at the same time, like if there's not a gas um, freaking Outlet? Um, no, not outlet, but a, a gas lit stove mm-hmm. provided in the park or something. Then right. Like a propane yeah. type situation. If you're going to use charcoal, then... Actually, I think you still need charcoal with propane. You need... Yeah, you yeah, do. You still need them both. Yeah. Um, but there's Either stuff way, like this was... in Chicago all the time where they have general areas where black people would be. Yeah. And they would cook out and then yeah. they would put ordinances Literally our church in. picnics. Yeah were just like all these uncles with grills on top of the grill that like the park provided. Yeah. And like we're just cooking all the chicken well, and all the beef well, and all the, the There's a book by Mary Patillo, uh PhD University of Chicago maybe. It's called Black Black on the Block mm-hmm. and it would examine areas of Chicago where these ordinances were put in place where you would have like you know that middle section on a street where you'd have a the median. The median mm-hmm. with grass in the middle. Yep. Black people would go out there. Predominant, predominantly black people. Predominant. That's not even say predominantly. Mm. Only black people would go out there. Yeah. <laughs> they like barbecue. People who have melanin. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. With, with barbecue and a lot of white citizens right? take issue with it. Yep. Uh, and so they put in things then in place and ordinances saying, hey, you can't barbecue in these areas. Right, right. It's not a designated park. It's the median. Granted, it was like 20 feet wide right, right. and 100 feet and long. And this is specifically in like the south side of Chicago because mm-hmm. those those medians are large. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like from the photographs I saw, a perfectly pleasant place for people to have a barbecue. But at the same time, if we're going to make the claim that this would present potentially a, a traffic hazard sure. where someone could get hit because yeah. you got a street on both sides of yeah, this yeah. thing a ball or something yeah. rolls in there yeah. I can see that being an issue no Wait, I think, I think at the end of the day park, that's, yeah this is straight up a park if this is a Oakland, park yeah. and she's calling about hey there's charcoal being used in the park I, well in New York City people can't smoke cigarettes inside yep. the parks is charcoal similar or not to cigarette smoke I don't know what it does for I don't know what I don't know I, I get it. I, I don't get, get it. I get both sides. I right. get both sides. Sorry. Blame on both sides. No, I didn't mean <laughs> it to sound like that. I get I, why You can understand both perspectives. Yeah. But, but I understand why people are suspect of what she said. Oh, yeah. And the way she said it, because there's also video of her. And yeah. it's just like. Who's videoing her do this? The, 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 the people at the cookout were uh, like, what the hell are you. Like, she's that close to them? Yes. 
Oh. Yeah. I respect the, her for confronting it at least. Uh, like going up there. She could have just been in her house like, there's black people outside <laughs> doing the, Instead she went up there. black people. She straight up went out there. It's like, hey, look, this is the deal. Um, also, uh, there was uh, other other reasons why you can't be black. There was a, a man who, uh, his, uh, his name I believe is Donald. Donald Sherman uh, took his son Caleb, who had a fever that day. How, son, uh, how old's the son? It's like a kid, like okay. less than three years old. Right. Um, he was sick, so they're like, okay, you know, let's take you out. Let's kind of give you some fresh air. So he's a black man, dark skinned black man, mm-hmm. with his like lighter skinned son mm-hmm. on in a stroller walking in the park um, at in Kingsman Island Park. I don't know where that is exactly. In D.C. In mm-hmm. D.C. Um, it, here's a picture. I'm not going to move uh, it. Our nation's capital. Yeah, our nation's capital. And uh, somebody called, like, the special police of the park. Yeah. Um, oh, it was a white woman, specifically. Right. Because, because he was in the bike path. A suspicious man was walking in the pe- bike path. Uh, quote, suspicious mm-hmm. man. Quote, suspicious man. Boy, why was he suspicious? Exactly, because he was black. What did she, did she? Is that all? That's she all said? she. Was no, like, all she said suspicious. there was a suspicious, suspicious man walking with the, like walking a kid with a stroller and the, on the on the bike path. Okay. And uh, thankfully, the the police was like, "It's fine. I just want you to know this happened. Just you know, just be safe out there. Just don't be in the bike lane. Just don't be in the bike lane." Also, another thing, another black man. I I don't know where he was um, specifically, but he was uh, an investor wanting to purchase a home and he went to the home that he was planning on purchasing that got he got permission from the owner to go to the home and inspect the home before he purchased because he's an investor you know he likes to flip homes he likes to do things make his money do his do his something something. do something something some scratch and the lady next door was like you should get out like get out of my neighborhood all these different things if you don't get out i'm gonna call the cops she calls the cops and the cops were like what <laughs> like yeah. it was a black it was a white cop a white male cop and a black female cop right. that came through and so Mahoney this, and hooks sure <laughs> and uh the the guy the the black man was like recording all of this while it was happening like this lady's calling the cops i'm here just to look at my potential investment to figure out like she he had the the owner, owner yeah. on the phone and was like and the owner's like he's fine like he i told him to he's welcome in my home like he's planning on potentially buying it he's just trying to flip a little something yeah. trying to get some scratch right and the woman's like why would you invite him to your home <laughs> it's like what? let's explain how <laughs> Flipping works. You, and then they, you purchase a home. Well, no, to the woman, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Not to the audience. Yeah. Let's <laughs> give, let's, I was like, okay, here's an episode of Property Brothers. Yeah, We're here's gonna... an episode of like literally every HGTV show that's out there. Jeez. And the cop is like, like, did you, like, he, he clearly has like everything. He has, he was like saying, I have my, my business cards. I have all my contracts. I have like, I am a prepared person knowing as a black man when I go into something, I better know that. You better know that I'm here for those reasons. And he even like it even shows like he's like showing like this is showing that I'm here as an investor. And he and the cops were the cops were like he's he can stay here as long as he wants. She and she's like no let him hurry up. She, he's like let him hurry up. He's like he's like hurry <laughs> up. Your, your, okay, go ahead. He's, he's stupid. She, she's not very smart. Um, like he, make him hurry up or whatever. And so uh, the cops are like no he can take all the time he needs. Right. Like. You can sit down, woman. He's got and, papers. Yeah, and then the guy was like, "Could you just stay here?" So, because I don't feel safe. Because I yeah, don't know what this guy, lady's gonna man. do. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "Officers, please don't." Just can leave. you just stay here for five minutes? I just 
do my pictures and I'm going to leave. Right. Um, I think so. I heard the audio. He said, like, I don't feel safe yeah. with her because she seems threatening. Yeah. Because, I mean, she was like, right. she didn't threaten his life, but she threatened to call the cops and like right. wasn't very welcoming. Right. Um, and you can see that he was, he's, it was really funny. The video was really funny. It seemed like he, he was, after a while, he was relishing in it. Like, oh, yeah, I hope he, you understand what you look like right now. Yeah, you look bad. And he was just like, clearly the only reason this person called the cops was because I looked the way that I did. In oh, her yeah, for sure. Hood. If a white guy had gotten out with the same kind of documents and paperwork that he there, had There would to be do, nothing. Oh, absolutely not. Um, also, last thing, mm-hmm. uh, a young man, I believe he was seven, uh... 22 years old. No. Da, 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 da. All I, I didn't read the whole thing, but this man took his little sister to prom and was choked and slammed to the ground outside of a Waffle House in I North Carolina on Saturday. Um, so. I heard about that. Yeah. I, Waffle House. Can we as like people of color wait. not support Waffle House anymore? Wait. Because oh, apparently. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead. Just don't support be, Waffle House. Be careful. Because, Hang on. Keep because going. Because either employees or other people call um call the cops and as a, and and this just comes back down to the what we've been talking about like white people specifically white women feel threatened by black brown bodies and they expect white these cops to protect them without with no regard for the black and brown body right um because the state uh because the white citizens would feel that the state is beholden to white America. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just comes... Mm. Literally, he's wearing, like, a yellow tuxedo, like, button-up shirt and black pants. And he was just... He just had gone to prom with his yellow sister. Yellow or cream? It was, like, a yellowish cream. They might have called for that. <laughs> you so stupid. I don't know. So, you know, it's just... <laughs> it's just you're dumb. I can't teach you. But, no, okay, I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. It's it's a uh, I was uh, I was listening to something that took all the words out of my mouth mm-hmm. the other day um, a podcast by Krista Tippett uh, on Bean mm-hmm. and the guest is a professor of race sure and somewhere in Minnesota <clears throat> a black man in his sixties mm-hmm. and he was talking around these issues and he said he said something really profound he said race is like gravity Mm. it affects everyone but very few people understand what it is oh wow that's that's really smart it's it's very appropriate that's so it affects everyone and the the thing that we've always had trouble with in this country is white america and a lot of people of color ask so how do we look into blackness how do we find out Mm -hmm. what to do about blackness how do we look into brown Asian, Latino, how do we look into these different cultures and figure out, you know, where's the gap? Like, what's what's causing the issue? Instead of, we need to start looking at whiteness. Like, because white America doesn't see itself in its brethren, Mm -hmm. in its fellow human beings, it's hard for a white America to, you don't feel as complete. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't understand the difference in other humans as being not disconnected or not dissimilar from yourself. I really don't understand how you go about the world feeling completely whole when you feel alienated and estranged from something that is so connected to you. Yeah. So I I think whiteness needs some strong examination and we need to take a pause 
on looking at, hey, you know, what is what is a black system doing in a white American context? Yeah. White American, white, Am- oh man, we're going to get into it here shortly. But just the idea of, I think that the professor was talking about one of the students in his class. It was some kind of course on mm-hmm. race dynamics or whatever. And he started talking about Native American history. Mm. And from that lens of Native American history and slavery leading up to the subject of the class. And one of his students, a white student, was like, why am I in this class and you're talking about Native American Hmm. lineage? He's like, if you don't understand... I'm not talking about race dynamics of Native American culture. I'm talking about American history. Hmm. The history that we don't look at is the history that defines who we are. Too real. If you don't understand, too real. The impacts of it's insufferably connected, mm-hmm. and it, you cannot disassociate from right. our past as slave owning. Mm-hmm. It was critical, right? Absolutely instrumental to the economics of our country. Mm-hmm. It is the foundation. Free labor is the foundation of and how we built this be, country. Continues to be in the prison system, <laughs> in, in it, the way that our prison system. In a lot absolutely. of ways. But, um, yeah, I mean, this guy just, he brought it all home. I highly recommend it. It's one of the latest episodes of mm-hmm. On Being, so check it out. But, uh, That's... yeah, man, gravity. Gravity. It affects all of us, but not everybody gets it. Would you be calling about some charcoal briquettes if that was, like, a family of 15 white people out there no. celebrating their kid's birthday party? No. Would you be calling for a Waffle House? I mean, this inspector on the home, if yeah. it was a white guy in his khakis and his boots and right. his button-down shirt tucked And the thing in. is, like, obviously this is not only happening to, like, black bodies. This is Sorry. happening to a lot of folks of, like, any color, any melanin, or any, like, otherness or foreignness to the white narrative and the white perspective. That's interesting. Because I, like, the, the, the cookout thing reminded me of when my niece had her first birthday. I was very, like, we knew all the rules. We knew, like, we knew what we could do, what we couldn't do. Like, all of these different things we knew. Mm-hmm. Like, we knew we couldn't bring dogs to the park. So that's why we didn't bring our puppies. Like, our puppies stayed home, you know? Like, right. even though our baby girl loves her puppies, you know? Like, that's what she grew up with. So we're like, all right, you know, puppies stay home because we don't want to get arrested <laughs> for this. But I remember very, like, we're in this white, up you know, neighborhood in New York, in New York and people are driving around and they see a bunch of brown people and they're driving a little bit slower one to be like curious what's going on but also to be like what's like are we should we be like is that okay cops came around several times like more to us than they did the other party goers around the area just a little word yeah and there was a y'all cooking with anthrax over there (laughs) what y'all yeah are you a little terroristy like you look arab what's that on your head <laughs> it's like a hat i'm like it's a sorry <laughs> don't don't apologize to me i <laughs> ain't done nothing wrong yet <laughs> oh that was good that was good merch that was good been saving that for five years yeah i'm i'm uh, i'm glad i was a recipient of that <laughs> i'm i feel whole again <laughs> um but I, like this is happening to everybody right like just and I know we're gonna talk about this. Like you can't speak another language in front of another white person without them feeling any sort of way about it. So do you want to talk about? Well, this? Wait, 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 I want to I want to backtrack before we go there because you said uh, I think this is interesting because on that very same podcast I was listening to, yeah, I was trying to think from the lens of listening to this man. I identify strongly with a older black male perspective from a midwestern standpoint. I get that. Right. I can share a lot of. Um, connection with that but when he was referencing 
generally the United States population, demographics, diversity, what have you, he would refer to black and Latino frequently, and I never heard him explicitly say Asian. Yeah, because we're always forgotten. Always. always. Every single time. But but you said to the point, like, all people of color experience this. And I just think it's an it's interesting just, it's concept. Varied. because it's I don't, varied. I, I don't see it. So when I think about some a culture like an Eastern Asian culture, mm-hmm. maybe a, a Chinese American, Japanese American, what have you, Korean American, um, I don't know what that experience looks like overtly in right. terms of discrimination because it's not my lived experience. But right. I just thought it was interesting that it gets forgotten a lot. Well, and it's also like we're told to like put our head down and just keep it going because my parents have absolutely dealt with racism in their workplace and in their life. But if you tell them that, they're like, no, they yeah. won't they won't call it that. You know, like black and brown history, black and like Latinx history is very is recorded more because of the history of it. Like, especially because there's, it's just been longer, 200 Mm -hmm. plus years of slavery. You know, you just have more people that are more pissed about it, I guess, you know, as they should be. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, you know, the first travel ban was to Asians. Asians. Well, specifically Chinese. Chinese. But but it was all Asians. But it's to all Asians. Right. Right. And then like, oh, we need smart people here. So now let's do the brain drain. And like, people don't know that history. I didn't even know that Asian American history until like I was in grad school. Like Mm -hmm. I was in my, I was in my mid twenties when I was really understanding what, what that history looks like. Cause it's never taught. And the same way there's a lot of apathy in the Asian community, in the Desi community, in the even Middle Eastern community, because you know, oh, at least we're not black. Yeah. And that's also really effed up. It's the model minority mm-hmm. complex. It's 100%. And it's a myth. So yeah. don't, you know, like, don't subscribe to that. Um, but, and like, it's, it like irks me when I see young Asian Americans of whatever diaspora they're a part of, Southeast, you know, the Pacific Islanders, whatever, that there is when it irks me when there is an apathy to race issues mm. because it does affect us. It so does. It does affect us. And so what does. happens to our black and brown kin mm-hmm. will affect us. The mm. reason why my parents were able to come to this country was because of what, you know, Martin Luther King did mm. in Washington is what he did in Selma. Mm-hmm. It's all of those things are like, I am affected by those things. Mm-hmm. And so if I see another human being being disenfranchised, my liberation is with them. We've said mm-hmm. this several times in our, in our cast. And if that, and this comes back to what you were saying there, if there isn't that connection mm-hmm. of like really just understanding that there's another human behind what we are mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. even like, I think 45 is deplorable, but he is also a human in some way, maybe deep down in the depths of his dark soul, there, there must be like a human person. There, there might be human traces in him. Right. He's probably eaten people. Right. Absolutely. 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 The biggest game. <laughs> it's the toughest game. <laughs> but in, like there's, you know, if you're not able to find empathy yeah. in some way, and that's the problem, right? And that's mm-hmm. and that's where it comes down to like mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. entitlement of like, mm-hmm. I'm doing all of this. They're taking my money. Like these illegals, oh these these dumbasses, they're they're lazy. It's like, what the because, sit down. Because we tell ourselves we're good people. Everyone tries to be mm-hmm. and thinks they are a good person for the most part. Right. But if the things that you're saying or thinking or doing right. bring out strife 
and and resistance and anger in another person and population. Right. And that that population is calling you racist or yeah. in some way xenophobic or what have you. You're going to deny that flatly and you're raising anger, you're exacerbating the situation, you're you're raising tensions. You're feeling Distress. Uh-huh. They're feeling distress. Everybody's feeling this kind of cognitive dissonance. Right. Um, what What people don't. I think when someone hears us say, like, "Hey, white people, you need to understand why race is important for you and understand whiteness because you don't feel whole unless you have this." Like, no, I feel whole. I, I got it. My life is fine. Whatever. Right. When you're confused about Black Lives Matter and all these different movements that are happening and people being upset and protesting all these different deaths mm-hmm. and the things that we're talking about here from Waffle House to, mm-hmm. to everything else. <laughs> it's, it's, you're wondering, Sorry, you're confused and you're wondering why that is because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm a good person, right. right? I myself am a good person. So why are people taking issue with me or things that I believe mm-hmm. in? That's where you need to look at yourself. Right. Because when your life is not in congruence like that, and we've all been there, like sometimes our lives are not in congruence. And if you're able to identify that and say like, oh, wait, something's out of balance. For me, at the most base level, Mm -hmm. ah, my brain's a little scattered. Mm -hmm. My, you know, I don't know what I'm doing today. You know, it just feels like I'm I'm out of sorts. Wait a second. How's your apartment look? Looks like a bomb went off in here. (laughs) Maybe you should clean this place up. Maybe get your life together, (laughs) bud. (laughs) And then you clean it up. You're like, oh, okay, everything, you know, it kind of coalesces back into a uniform. So you got to look at your life and say, okay, if people are taking strife and taking issue with me and my ideologies, why am I upset? Why are they upset? Look at yourself. You need to do some work there and understand what your whiteness is in Mm -hmm. the context of American history, not the American history you were taught Mm. in the textbooks, but the American history that was intentionally omitted mm. from those I cannot say enough about learning our history like people say why is history important you gotta know what's so back there so you don't make there. those same mistakes again I just listened to the latest episode of the dollop mm-hmm. podcast another one out there Dave Anthony mm-hmm. and Gareth Reynolds their last episode was on fake news mm-hmm. like the first fake news that came out <laughs> uh-huh. White America, holy shit. <laughs> went, I'm not even ready because I think went, I'll just make break. It went all the way back to Andrew, Alexander Hamilton. Oh, no. The Reynolds pamphlets. Oh, oh we do know what that is. Hot take. <laughs> we know what that it is. Was, it was good. So uh, I, I will send you a link to it. You would like this episode a lot. No, I listen to Dob every once in a while. So. Yeah, okay. Is it the most recent episode? It's the most recent one. Okay. But, um, it it's a, but it's an example of, wow. Um, this was never taught to us. This yeah. never came out. And it's an example of just how easy it is to fool everyone. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. Unbelievable. Do you want to talk about this racist <clears throat> lawyer for a second? So let's I don't want to give him too much time let's, of let's, my life. So we were touching on it, but uh, speaking of just overtly racist white behavior towards people of color, mm-hmm. It's particularly identifiable through their language because right. language is a huge identifier for sure. how we do culture, right? It's right. food, language, these sorts of things are important. Music. Yeah, all of, all of that. So, yeah, dude was at, there's Fresh a lawyer. Kitchen. Fresh Kitchen mm-hmm. in Manhattan, Midtown. Right yesterday? next Today? Today. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Tuesday, yeah. There's a white Jewish lawyer who we found out is a... Trump supporter. Yeah, well, he only donated five hundred dollars to his campaign. Five, a, I wouldn't donate five hundred dollars no, to no. any campaign. When I say big, I don't mean like you know Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cavs, who threw him like a fundraiser party at his house. I mean like he gave him five hundred. Burn. I'm just stating the facts. Still a good burn. 
<laughs> so this lawyer is at this fresh kitchen mm-hmm. and getting he, his basic ass salad or sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Can I get the iceberg lettuce with ranch? <laughs> Extra iceberg. <laughs> Don't you dare put carrots on that. Or all. And, and can you put olives in there? Extra ranch, please. Um, <laughs> Extra lettuce. Extra ranch. So, <laughs> um, so he is caught on video by other customers raving and ranting at the top of his lungs at the manager, who I believe is of Asian descent. He looked Asian. I assumed as much as yeah. well. East Asian specifically. Sure. And uh, he is videotaped ranting that he, the lawyer witnessed the 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 uh, employee behind the counter talking Spanish to the customer here and customer here. I saw them talking Spanish to them. Quote, this is America. They should be speaking English. Um, sir... Okay, you finish. I have some thoughts, but go, you finish. I, there wasn't much more to it other than the fact that he said he was calling ICE. Because he he's pretty sure that they're undocumented. Undocumented people. So I'm going to call ICE. And they're like, go ahead. You, you go <laughs> ahead and you do that. He said, like, I'll shut this whole place down. Call and ICE then, right now. And then he fat shamed the woman who had a sandwich. Oh, God. By saying right. that maybe, maybe you should uh, not eat that sandwich. And in that moment, oh, I felt a visceral reaction because God. I can't tell you how many times I've had uncles and aunties tell me that I should probably not eat that much curry or that much that much rice and you know what i do mm. i take some more rice and keep on pouring it into my plate and be like i'm gonna eat all of this and that's how my unhealthy relationship is going to begin. <laughs> oh, look at what's out there in the ether oh that was, i mean my therapist it, knows about it it's put like, it on wax it's hey y'all i kudos that. <laughs> Cause, kudos because my relationship with food is pretty fantastic right now did so. you yes it is yeah do you uh did you also tell uh your aunties and uncles that like the woman at, at Fresh Kitchen that they should go get hit by a fucking car, you <laughs> asshole. Um, I said it in my head um, oh, okay. because I didn't want to. I oh, mean, okay. I said it in different kinds of words mm-hmm. um, in Malayalam usually and in in a way to just be like, I'll do whatever I want. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Words yeah. draped in love. No, there's okay. no love in it. <laughs> But but they'll be like, no, I only say this because you know we care for you. No, mm-hmm. if you care for me, you can just shut your mouth. Just if you got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, we're doing this. You know who can uh, comment about my weight? My parents, because they go. actually love me. Like if they're because they know me. Unconditional love. No, well, I think there's just it's it's conditional. Close. It's, it's, it's conditional. I think most love is conditional, and I, I think the only unconditional oh. love that exists is like dog, God. You, that's about it. Or, you don't think children? No, it's conditional. Absolutely. Children are assholes. It's absolutely conditional. I think in the first five years of life, it's pretty No, it's absolutely conditional. Mm. Absolutely. How about the first year? Conditional. Okay. Can you give me an example of a condition? Feed me and I love you. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. The, no, the parents love for the kid. Yeah... I mean, it's it's conditional. Like, unconditional is seems like like there's no there's never a doubt in your mind that you love this person. Unconditional meaning under any circumstance, you I still them. love you. Yes, you, I think that's. I think some most parents feel that way. I shouldn't say most. I'm not one, so I would say, <laughs> I would say many, like, many of the sure. many parents feel that again. Way. I'm not a parent. The only thing that I love is 
deeply as close to a child as my dog. And I mean... Oh, yeah. I think if you had a... So we have friends who have kids now. Yes. And we've heard those friends say things like, oh, yeah, like, I love my partner, uh, except for when I, you know... Don't. Don't. (laughs) Um, But my kid, they can get away with absolutely anything because I just love them. Right. But it, like... It doesn't mean you don't get frustrated by them. It doesn't mean that you're not oh, disappointed sure. in them. Sure. You could be disappointed, but you still love them and would do nothing to harm them intentionally. Yes. You would never I do would, anything. I would say many parents, not all, because yes. I definitely have heard, yes. heard of some many. horror stories I won't even say parents. most, but many. Many. Many yes. are. A good percentage, 49 or less. Right. Right. Well, someone I don't love is Aaron Something Berg. Schlossberg? It is Aaron Schlossberg. That sounds Esquire. really American. Um, Esquire? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Um, whose building, whose office is, is by the Mexican... <laughs> what What happened? What happened now? <laughs> Someone changed it. The description of this man's... Aaron is the lawyer we've been talking about right. in Fresh Kitchen. It says the law office of Aaron M. Schlossberg Esquire, PLLC. And you know how underneath it it says what the general category is of it? It's called Spanish Restaurant. (laughs) Which is funny because his office is like in like the Mexican consulate is also in that same building, which I think is funny. There's a picture of a mariachi band. Oh, God. (laughs) So people are trolling him hard because... As he deserves. Yeah, And no. I think there's people that are, like, reporting him to the bar. Cause that yeah. is... And also, sir, do you know that America is one of the few countries in the world that doesn't have an official language? We don't have an official language. Can they say it again? D- do not have an official language. We don't have And you know English one. is technically... Wasn't even the first language that was in this country. It was Spanish. When it was first, like... like colonized? When it was first colonized. And before that... Oh, Amerigo Vespucci. Yeah. When you think about colonization. Was he Italian? No, there was... I think the Spaniards also <clears throat> colonized aspects of America before... before uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the islands. But even before mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. the natives had their own language. Right. That and you have... That, you know, ans- your ancestry may have eradicated. So it pisses me off that white America doesn't like this idea of other people coming to this country because if they come to this country, it'll change America. Yeah, it will. It'll change you, and you will change them, and that's how this country works. Right, it's called a melting pot. That's what it is. Yeah. You know what, in New York City, we try to do any kind of construction project around here, or make a new subway or whatever, it always gets delayed by four or five years, because you find an Indian Indian fucking burial ground somewhere. A slave slave burial ground. A slave burial ground. It's just like, the the whole country's fabric is ripe on the backs of people of color. Yeah. And then white America, well, white Europeans came in here, said, oh, Indians, nice land. Here's a handful of bees. We're taking all this now. I yeah. mean, just showed up and took stuff with And I'm going to give you a lot of chlamydia. Yeah, I'm going to give you measles. And, and, and the measles. Yeah, you're going to die off I'm going to rape slowly. and pillage everything. Yeah, it's going to be great. Could you just walk along this trail from Florida to Oklahoma real quick? Could you just, like, you know, just with all there. your family? Just stay right there. Just stay right there on the Pueblos. That'd be yeah. great. So, I mean, but then the idea that, man, if this country becomes more brown... It's not going to be America anymore. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh-uh. America will continue to be America. Right. And the, the heart and the fabric of that is evolution and change. Yeah. So why... Either you're with it or you're not. Yeah. Like, you need to be able to accept that the history of America is 
always changing and mm-hmm. this is part of it and so you're gonna have to give up some stuff it's like but i don't want to compromise and give up like my white privilege well you know what Maybe you native should. americans didn't want to give up their native american privilege of just having their own land yeah <laughs> so just living their life yeah that's all they were doing just having peace and quiet with the land and having their own drama with their own people they didn't need your they didn't need your white nonsense black people felt pretty good in africa we yep with their black privilege yep and wakanda and <laughs> didn't really <laughs> feel didn't feel great i can't wait to watch it yeah everyone's talking about it. I don't neither one of this is one of the few times that you are you are with me yes. and being clueless on what people are talking about. It doesn't happen very often. No. How's it feel? I don't love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like being in the know. But anyway, uh, F you Aaron, you terrible terrible human. If you haven't seen the video, you should go watch it cuz it reminds you that okay, we just mentioned three or four stories yeah. from people in middle America right. who, this are, in New York who City. are white. We then look at a video of the most racist SOB yeah. who is wearing uh. a white collar shirt and he works at a law firm in Midtown Manhattan. His own law firm. Probably goes to Equinox Gym. Ugh, douche. I need every yacht girl. He probably, he, he and Kanye are on the same tip. Oh, God. They are both whitewashed in the cabeza. Ooh. Yeah, man, drinking that Kool-Aid. Don't do it. Not don't, fun. Hey, don't play yourself, America. I have another comment that I want to say, but I have to say it off mic. Why? Because you said play yourself. I would say it off mic. Oh. Uh, another day. We'll talk about it later. Man, I feel bad for the people listening. <laughs> it's okay. It's a personal thing. I don't see why you can't share it with all of us, Bri. It's actually not here. a personal thing at all, but it's like... We're just listening. <laughs> it's about DJ Khaled. We uh, all know him. We're yes, all like friends. he said something. Yeah. About how. Was it about you? No, God no. Well, then why is it personal? Because it's about women and how women should worship their kings, uh, the men in their lives, yeah. and uh-huh. and and perform oral sex with to them, which okay. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. No Great. one's no, no. one's <laughs> arguing. I mean, some people may argue that, but like whatever. But he straight up said that he himself doesn't reciprocate orally to his wife because he his her prize is this wonderful life that i've given her her prize is this house and this dick (laughs) and i just and the internet was going bananas about it i can imagine why and the rock had the best what did the rock say i'm trying to see if i can find it Dwayne Dwayne basically was just like bro bro like you're missing out, essentially. I know! That's what I was going to say! That's what I was kind of like... And I was, I was like, like... The angle is... And I was just like... Ah. I am so attracted to Dwayne the Rock Johnson right now. The angle the angle is not, hey man, how could you? The angle is, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like, why? It's like come on, dude. I was like, you you really are not... It's, it's not... I remember sitting with my friends in mm-hmm. high school... When we were younger, right, and one of my friends was dating a a gentleman who told her he wouldn't go down on her, but right. she'd go down on him. But he doesn't do that because something like he's a man, like mm. masculinity, machismo stuff. Right, and she told this to us, and there's three guys in the room listening to Yeesh. this. We're all like a mixed group of friends, right, and um, and we said, "Oh no, girl, you need to dump him." 
that's just not that's just not cool like yeah, yeah. Just, and at that point i hadn't even had sex yet <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm pretty sure lauren hill said reciprocity am i right am i right <laughs> no as you know i don't want to be super crass and like talk about too much of of anybody's sex life but i just think like sex is supposed to be this like you, you said play yourself that's why i thought about dj khaled and this. Oh, that's, that's why i went there because yeah, he yeah, says yeah, play yeah. yourself play that's yourself. why um, I'm you saying that. Yourself, not, not that this random like my sex wife talk. doesn't get oral from me I'm sure she's getting it somewhere else <laughs> like, yeah your she, wife and, and if she should what Dwayne the Rock Johnson said all he said was he he tweeted this as a man I take great pride in mastering all performances this is probably a little TMI I will now quietly excuse myself from the fun thread because <laughs> it was like a thread on the internet and he was just mm. like I master. I like mastering all performances. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you on, on a different note, but yes. similar. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think of his new tattoo? Dwayne's. Yeah, I've not seen it. All I'm right. sure it's hot because well, he's let's check just... it out. It's different. It's different than what he's had. I think we've talked about this, didn't we? I thought we talked about it off mic. But you, you've never seen it, apparently. I mean, um, I, I agree with him wholeheartedly. Um, that you should master you should master your performances and like isn't love about giving and receiving and yeah like unconditionally I mean not even unconditionally but just like showing love in various ways by like acts of service that's an act of service I like, would say you're really self-conscious if you feel like because of your male status you can't perform oral sex like, it he just says you... he just doesn't do it. I mean, I'm not saying that DJ Khaled's probably good at sex. I mean, I but... think there's an insecurity there. Oh, like, I think so too. I don't do it. Not he doesn't do it because he's not. I mean, good guys at feel it. lots he's... of different kinds of ways about a lot of things. Like heterosexual men feel uh-huh. lots of ways about you know going down on another woman, things happening to them as far as like mm-hmm. you know any sort of like prostate penetration or anything like oh, that. Like yeah. guys can feel some kind of way about that, and like again. Prostate penetration, meaning, like, through the anus. Right. Or yeah. just, like, any sort of, like, play down there. Yeah. Which is, like, again. There's a... I, um, I've talked to girlfriends who, like, <clears throat> who enjoy, like, pleasuring their their partner. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they go, like, south, like, below the equator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they get, you know... Along the rim of the canyon. Yes. <laughs> They get like their their man gets like very upset about it. Like I'm not gay, and I'm just have like you, I'm not gay. And I'm just like, have you seen Have you seen the Ali pleasure Wong? and gay are not like like what? You remember the Ali Wong stand up Baby Cobra? You know, you know there's a new one, right? I heard, and I'm so excited to watch it. We should it's watch it. It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be. But great. she talked about that with her husband, where she would like go there mm-hmm. toward his butthole, and <laughs> he was like, no, no. I I think uh, I just love Ali Wong. She's I just know. So real. She's so great. But the thing, I think a lot of men are, we're also not taught at a young age mm-hmm. how to do oral sex from our oral sex classes, or for, for oral sex, from our sex classes. I was going to say, like, you had oral sex classes? That That's- was 101, <laughs> then you move up to penetration. It's like based on a baseball. Sure, of course, of course. <laughs> for analogy. This is, this is uh, you know, uh, first base, second base, and third base. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just, but no, we had sex ed class in definitely middle school and I think maybe no just middle school Mm -hmm. and middle school we had it and I remember okay you're looking at the tattoo that's cool with the skull head on it skull head thing you like that I mean it's it's freaky okay the rocks new tattoo I'm just interested what your opinion is everyone's got an opinion I mean I I'm (laughs) 
You dumb. I mean, he just, like, anything on his body looks very nice. Anything? I mean, just, like, tattoos. I mean, I have a thing for tattoos, so that's probably why. He gets Krusty the clown head tattooed on him. No, that wouldn't be cute. This, like, it's a little dark, and I kind of like that. It's a little dark. Okay, I hear you. It's, it's it's like, dark and mysterious and, like, kind of scary. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, I'm glad he covered that random horn thing that he had. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can still see, like, the faintest whisper of it. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. he, He took that. Uh, concept and yes, kind of ran I with love it. that. I, I love that. It I was a, that was cool. It was like yeah. a remix. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we we were when we were we learned about sex anatomy through a book, right? So right. there's that picture diagram of a woman's uh, reproductive system, right? That you don't get I, to actually even see because you, you don't, don't even, see that. Yeah, it's all I inside. Don't see, yeah, right. So the the we, word it's basically that, an inverted penis. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. It's it's, really, it's 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 the landing station for the the mm-hmm. tool. Yeah. So the <laughs> yeah. what? The ship. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you want. A boat, depending. <laughs> wow. A yacht. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 60 feet. Oh, good Jesus. So there is a but the, we would see this picture of uh, the reproductive system that you don't actually get to see. Like, oh, just so you understand where the ovaries are, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't care where any of that stuff is when I'm blindly horny as a teenager in right. middle school. Just show me where I dock this boat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then my professor, uh, professor, my gym school, <laughs> gym teacher, uh-huh. uh, talked about the clitoris <clears throat> and the vagina. You see a picture of it and right. where the clitoris is? I've talked to so... I don't think so I even had that. Why would y'all have it though? Because you, we had it's help your class equipment. with with. Uh, but it's your equipment. But like, it's good for girls to know what the clitoris is, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yes. that it has like all the nerve endings. No like, one that taught, ever existed. No one taught me where my dickhead was. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just <laughs> where's where is it? Uh, what is that? I just feel like I wouldn't need instructions. No, but, but like I, you know, information is good. To have I better more than less, I yes. guess. Yeah. Okay, but you're so, saying. But the clitoris uh, being this like pleasure center, yeah. and then pass that into right. the vaginal canal. That you know, you get back there, and there's a G spot, mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. So, so many people don't know what that is. Okay, Ugh. so I've talked to so many women who don't. Men don't know what a G spot is, and or the women know. themselves don't know where theirs is. Yeah, I can understand how that would be a little mysterious. Mm-hmm. If you, it's like an itch you don't know how to scratch. Yeah, it's like somewhere. Essentially, yeah. Um, and then, uh, but the clitoris. How are you not gonna know where a clitoris is? As a woman? As a man? Well, both. Um, there, I can <clears throat> tell you of many a conversations I've had with friends where the people that they are dating yes don't know where it is. don't have any clue. That's and I think and I'm like that's a DJ Khaled. That's a DJ Khaled right there. Oh, I don't go down on her. Can you, you just know. go to Wikipedia? Like just go to go- the internet. Google it. It's a, just Google where is the clitoris. Right. And don't go to porn point. sites. Just like educationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Just because they don't even know what they're doing either. So just no. get educated. Just get educated. So to DJ Khaled's point, <laughs> I don't go down on my girl. I I am staring back at you real hard. Side he eye. Did, he did it like he he said it at the Breakfast Club. So Charlemagne was like. <laughs> like is Charlemagne of all people the most one of the most problematic men out there right. was just like. Wait, seriously? <laughs> and I was just like, this is problematic. But anyway, in general, don't play yourself. Don't play yourself, man. <laughs> Come on now. Get get down with it. Literally get down with Literally, it. Literally. Please. 
wow, this derailed in a in a place I didn't think was gonna See, go. See, that wasn't so personal. It wasn't, but I was just like, do I really want to talk about oral sex right now? Yeah. But I did. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk about some basketball? Yeah, we could do that now. Let's do it. All right, folks, welcome to the dribbling section of our cast. Um, I feel like I'm very, very excited for this cast or this aspect of our cast because I'm going to talk about my favorite player of all time. Of all time. Yeah? Who's that? Michael Jordan. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm just... Okay, so this is how I feel. So recently, for if, if you guys are living under a rock and haven't been following us on our gram, mm. you will know that um, ESPN partnered with Netflix um, to put out a trailer, a one-minute trailer, of a 10-part documentary about none other than his hairness, Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan is, for those of you who don't know, has signed off on this. He is narrating it he's part of it he approved the project he will be in it um he's in it to win it um and this so this trailer comes out yesterday and i'm like oh my god this is exactly what i've been wanting my whole life 10 hours of just talking about michael jordan yes yeah yes yeah jesus take the wheel i'm I'm ready that's gonna be good (laughs) it's gonna be great and then these motherfuckers who said it was coming out in 2019. How do you expect uh, me to live my life? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. No. Keep him on a hook. Ooh. Man, I was... I literally was like... I was so excited. <laughs> and then I was like, no. <laughs> well, wait. What month 2019? I, Summer that, 2019? I don't Spring know. 2019? I don't know. The I winter know. of our discontent 2019? I All I know is that... I felt some kind of way about this because, like, clearly you had no regard for my well-being. No, they definitely did not care. They did not care about people like me and that are nuts. Blood pressure is through the roof right now across I am, America. I am so... I was so... Like, I was so excited. I teared up watching that trailer. Mm-hmm. Actual tears in my office because uh-huh. a friend of mine sent it to me and I was like, oh my God. And, like, feeling, like, very, like, conflicted inside because mm. I was like, I'm, like very attracted to everything that's happening right now and I'm feeling all this emotion and nostalgia and I'm like there's too many feelings happening and I just started tearing up and then I was like 2019 why why couldn't you just Beyonce the situation and just drop it they could have said 2020 really dropped it in a year of like clear vision like 2020 wow there's like oh you know it's Michael Jordan like clear as like 2020 vision right 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 right. right, i mean that just would have been more perfect but 2019 is is acceptable like you could have just said nothing until 2019 oh the the shoulda woulda coulda comey defense right right damn it (laughs) why did you have to say that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um it just made me like then of course i'm like all i want to do right now is watch jordan highlights yeah so you went on youtube uh so i kind of went on youtube for like 10 minutes and I had to like yeah. I'm like I have to actually get back to work like yeah, I yeah. can't yeah. I'm, I'm getting paid to like, turn around fade away yeah. turn around fade away two, uh, two dribbles yeah pull up <laughs> yeah it's just it's just so hot to watch him play like it's just so pretty so when are they doing the 10 part Scottie Pippen series Scotty's in it like Scotty's in it Kerr's in it Rodman's in it R- right but it's when like, is when is Scotty getting his you know what I, I'll part. watch it 
No, you know I would watch it. I would too. It's about time <laughs> they gave proper dues to my favorite 90s player of all time. Scotty is up there for me. Long arms like Pippin. Ugh. Come on. You know, ugh, no, it's still Jordan for me. It's the, like, like rationally, it should be Pippin for me. It should be. should be Pip. But, like, the young Bri, who was just mesmerized by this god that was on the court that brought basketball, like, to my life. Ugh. What Even my you, mom the other day was saying, like, you really loved Michael growing up. I'm like, yeah, of course, mom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, he only had, like... What are the 10 scoring titles? Yes. Just 10. I mean, when you really think about it, that's not a lot. 10 scoring champion? Yeah. Five-time regular season MVP. Six-time NBA champion. When six-time he... NBA finals MVP. 14-time All-Star. Was it only 14? Yeah. Didn't he play 15 years? I don't Ooh. think he did it his last year. I don't think he got in his last year. No, he did. Did he? Yeah. But wasn't he rookie? No, he oh, wasn't. Oh no, it year. was that year. It was the the, the year that he year? had the injury. Yeah, the injury year. Okay. No, Jordan was great, and I remember watching all those games and loving it. And it was a, to the point when I was a kid where any other team that faced the Bulls was not only just the competition; they were the moral usurpers. Yeah. They were the they were they were villains. Yeah. Because it was a it was good and evil. Yeah. It was the Bulls and everybody. It was else. Bulls in their white jerseys <clears throat> with their red. I didn't like the white jerseys. No, I didn't like it either. But it was it's classic. It's now classic. Yeah, I like the red ones. Oh, the red ones are. Oh, I mean, that's what had, I wear. And the Rodman ear when they had the black ones. Oh, with the with the pinstripe. Yeah. No, I didn't like the pinstripes. The all black without pinstripes. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my mm-hmm. favorite. I have the Rodman jersey in that color. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Remember that year that uh, I'm not going to talk about that Halloween. Where you stole my costume idea away from me. You were going to be Dennis Rodman that year? No, I was going to be a lovable and you were going to be Dennis Rodman. I'm oh, like, we're not yeah, going to look like a that would be flippin' bad. couple. That'd be real bad. Damn. <laughs> already, that we don't need that nonsense. That would have been tough. I mean, um, it wouldn't have been that tough. I would have just been like, no. I got to wear... Yeah, you, would look, you wouldn't look the same with like a, a shaved head and green like, no, hair no. dye. I was going like, to wear a, a Michael Jordan jersey mm-hmm. and like fishnet stockings. And like booty oh, shorts. Oh yeah, that would have been terrible. And booty for shorts. Us. Not for you, but no, like I, for us in tandem. One day, one day yeah. I'm going to wear that outfit. And I'll just I'll show up in another costume, but I'll take it off and I'll be wearing my Dennis Rodman again. <laughs> and I'd be like, you had one job. Because I had I had and I remember I'll come as Dennis Rodman from um from like uh, when he got, when Demolition he Man. Himself. Oh wait, Demolition <laughs> Man. That wasn't him. That was Wesley Snipes. Yes, that was. Sorry. He was in some other because I rem- I'll never forget like realizing we were both gonna to wear something similar uh-huh. at, at a bar and our friend Winston was like so you guys are doing a couple's costume and I, and I was like That's oh funny. hell no <laughs> I remember that I remember that so clearly because I'm just like no there's already a lot of flame in this fire we're not going to add fuel to it that's funny um, but yeah I'm very excited for this documentary that's it's good. coming out on Netflix you should be able to watch it yes um, and uh, <laughs> I just like I'm not ready and I get I need a year to prepare for this, but like, I'm ready. <laughs> like that's how I feel. Like I'm not ready, but I'm ready. <laughs> this is I'm. It's I. It makes absolutely. And then and then ESPN and Netflix team up to do a ten part LeBron series in 2020, 
and just do it right back to back with it. I just, I just see, see it coming. I just see <laughs> it see coming. I see it coming from a mile away. Of course. That's business. If, and what I found it funny, because like there's been a lot of talk about like LeBron versus Michael, like who's better, who's the goat, all yeah. these different things. And we've talked about it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they both are goats in their own way. Right. And, you know, in their own eras, in their own whatever. And For sure. You know, it is what it is. But um, I thought it was interesting that the announcement came for from game was it game one or game no game two of the Boston versus Cavs the Celtics versus the Cavs game mm-hmm. which was garbage yeah I listen that this Cavs team you're done what, you're done I can go what, what I, are you doing listen after game one yeah they lost by 25 LeBron wasn't worried I wasn't worried it's one game. Yeah. You could lose by one point or a hundred points. done this before. It doesn't matter. He's, he's good. It's just game one. Yeah. And, and the Celtics were at home. But I still thought the Cavs were going to win in six games. Yep. Sure didn't. Well, they'd have to sweep it from here on out. And they're not going to. And not with this team. So LeBron James yeah. had a neck strain. In this game, yeah, like some, like he got kind of knocked and he had a little bit of a, a mm-hmm. neck strain. Mm-hmm. Still got forty two points, right? Triple double. I think mm-hmm. it was a ten and twelve, right? Ten assists, I believe. So. Ten ten rebounds and twelve assists. Sure, it was a triple double, right? Forty two point triple double, right? Not not a ten point triple double, forty two. Yeah, and your team still lost. Yeah. They were playing like a bunch of babies, like because they were not because they were leading for a while, and then in the third quarter, which was the middle of the third quarter, things were kind of turning around. Mm-hmm. The Celtics were meshing well, and they mm-hmm. were doing they were they were playing defense like it was nobody else's business, mm-hmm. and like shooting shots and doing things that yeah mattered. Very versatile, yeah, very versatile, and you could just see this this pouty young team being like, mm, we're losing. The whole damn time, mm. and Jr. playing dirty, like where he when he pushed out Harvard, I'm just like that. Absolutely should have been a f- fragrant foul. Absolutely fragrant foul. Fragrant. Ooh, lavender. <laughs> I hate you. It's fragrant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the fact that and he almost like I mean, uh, what's his face? The one that pushed Jr. Not he didn't push Jr. Jr. pushed him first. Not Al. Oh, smart. Smart. Smarts. Right. Mark, there, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Isn't it an S in the end of his name? No, no. it's just there isn't. No. Um, like when, which I, you know, there was a little little scuffle that happened. There's yeah. a couple of scuffles that happened. Mm-hmm. Thompson and what's his face um, that kind of looks like him. Morris mm-hmm. doesn't really look like they him, but do kind of look. They similar. do look similar. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> did you see the meme of um, him yelling at? So he's on the ground. I just saw him yelling. Right. At he him. just like screaming like ah. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. At, at that Tristan was so Thompson. ridiculous. And the memes were. I think it was like ES. Was it ESPN? Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it because I I think I nearly fell out because we all know Tristan Thompson's history, you know of of some things he's done. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, what are you referring to? The the first so comp, complex sports took that took that uh, image of him screaming at Tristan Thompson and said Chloe deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> and then SB Nation, a, another sports yeah. um, online place. <laughs> It's not Yanny, it's Laurel. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love the internet. <laughs> it's not Yanny, it's Laurel, my ass. <laughs> oh. But uh, it was, there was a lot of like just scuffling happening. 
Um, but this team, if they don't show up, they're going to lose LeBron. That I said it. Do you want to go into this segment? Where's LeBron well, going to summer? For our weekly segment. So where's LeBron going? Uh, yeah, I don't no, think... Anywhere but the Cavs. People have put it uh, many ways that... He could go anywhere, but why leave Cleveland? Because you got all this control. Right. You you were basically it's hometown. Yeah. Yeah. You're the team's offense, defense. You're the city's GDP. Like you, you <laughs> say it again. Legitimately. Yeah. You control Northeast Ohio infrastructure. <laughs> so why would you leave? You have all this autonomy. Well, if my legacy is on the cusp of defining myself as the greatest player of all time, a la Mount Rushmore, top four. Am I going to stay around with these jokers? With an owner like this? Because I will say, like, if he had the the playmakers that Jordan did, mm-hmm. that could, that can play the defense, that can play, do the rebound, like, that can do, that can score, that can do the things dependably. that... Dependably. Yes. Dependably, efficiently. Right. A coach a, that mm, could... I'll, I'm whoop, on record. I'm whoop. on record. Say it. LeBron can stay or LeBron can go. It doesn't matter. Tyrone Tyrone Lou is not going to be the coach Ooh. of that team. Anywho, <laughs> that's Ooh, a hot take. It. Hot take. Hot take. Um, by the way, did you hear about Toronto Raptors firing uh, the coach of the year? Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you hear who they're looking to hire as their new coach? Tyrone Lou. No, uh, oh, LeBron. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it's just like I don't. He consistently carries that whole damn team on his back. Yeah. And I I genuinely, like, I truly don't under, I feel bad for him because we would not be having a, this conversation, is he the GOAT or is he better than Michael or not, if he had the the support system that he should have. God. But I don't know what team would give that for him. I don't know. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just like, Unless other pieces also fall into place. Like, I don't know what team makes the most sense for him. I truly don't. I don't know. I don't think it's Philadelphia. I don't think it's L.A. with the Lakers. I don't think it's with the Spurs. Like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's with Indiana. Maybe it's. Indiana? I don't know. I'm literally just (laughs) pulling things out my butt. (laughs) He can't. Someone's like, what if he goes to Boston? He can't go there. His ex is there. Oh. (laughs) Oh, Kyrie. Kyrie went that whole way to get away from him. He can't do that. And plus, this Boston team already is stacked with talent. Yeah. They don't need any of that. I mean, who knows who's going to stay in, in Boston, depending on how well, the season goes for them. Well, you know, LeBron could sign with the Cavs. and or, So let's say, mm, damn. If he signed with the Cavs mm-hmm. for a max deal, but then did a, a sign and trade, mm. he could go somewhere that doesn't have room for him and they could trade some of their valuable assets to get him mm-hmm. so if Danny Ainge were a real real maverick he would be like okay he I'm sending Kyrie back, back to, to Cleveland. Cleveland with some other stuff and now LeBron is playing with Brad Stevens and all these people and Kyrie would then just be like he would just light LeBron's jersey on fire publicly and so will all of Cleveland, all of Cleveland again I don't know if he wants to do that again to Cleveland um, yeah, I mean, he's a bit more mature, smarter person than he was before when the decision happened. But so. why would I stay? What are you going to do for me as ownership? Yeah, to I mean, convince me that my legacy is worth staying. Here? And you know what? I love me a person of color, specifically a black man, mm-hmm. having the power to decide 
what his yeah. future is going to look like. Because many black men don't. He will not sacrifice his legacy for Cleveland. I know yeah. that. I know that. He mm-hmm. will always, he'll go to Hall of Fame as a Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah. He's already the all-time great franchise leader in every yeah. category. Yeah. Cleveland will love him and take him back regardless. But they, the way they he'll did, they do, did it once, they'll do it again if they this need to. situation, he's going to do his legacy first. If he can go to L.A., yeah, such a bad idea. With well, hang on. With the it, Lakers. Well, so here's the thing. Who? What are my options? I can't go to Boston. I Philadelphia is not the right fit. I can't go anywhere else in the Eastern Conference. Maybe he goes to the Suns. What? Because they have a first round pick, you know. Yeah, let me take a chance on a, a rookie to like. I guide mean, they me. got they got some. They're gonna get that Aton guy. Yeah. Who's potentially? Not, we don't even know what he's gonna do. That's he's, true. So, but you go to. You go to like the West Coast. Now you got to climb up through the West Coast to get to the finals. Before you had to get well, to the, through the Rockets and but he's, the Golden State. But Warriors. he's looking at this now, and he's like, "Well, the Celtics ain't no slouch anymore either. Right. I got to get through them." And the Philadelphia 76ers are on the come up. Like it's 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 not getting any easier in the East. But if I go to Houston, I get to play with Chris Paul. Right. But I got James Harden here. That's a lot of guns mm-hmm. for just one. And I'm on a team that already doesn't play defense. Right. This Houston team is going to lose to Golden State because they don't play defense. God, if they don't play, play perfectly, <clears throat> they're done. They have to They have to be, and to if, beat the Warriors, you have to be perfect. Right. And James Harden, if you stroll one more time to the other side of the court, I'm going to smack you. Let him stroll. What's wrong with strolling? This boy is dragging his feet yeah. and not playing defense. Oh, yeah, he's not. I know he doesn't understand what that word means, yeah, but come not, on. Oh, he's not into that. He's, he's the MVP, not for that reason, okay? So just. I saw a picture on. of him recently, mm-hmm. like with his beard a little like shaved down. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, keep it, keep keep it long. It, keep it long. Keep, keep it long, it buddy. Um, if, he, if he can't go to Houston, it doesn't. To be in a D'Antoni system. When you already have what do you what is LeBron? He's a ball handler and a right. facilitator. Yeah. Chris Paul, James Harden. Like, yeah. The, there's three of you on yeah. the team. That's just too much. And we passing. know that it doesn't work. Remember Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's three is too many. Two three. is just fine. Because when One. LeBron goes anywhere, he's he's two people. Yeah. So you can't do any more than that. You can't. It's, it's too much. Well, you, him plus one other person. Because when you went to Miami, it was him and Dwayne Wade. And then you had a Chris Bosh who pouted. You know, you can't Aww. you can't have three people yeah. with LeBron. So, uh, but if he goes to, people like, what if he goes to Golden State? How he could you it. even go to Golden State? They there don't have the money for spot, him. There wouldn't be a spot for you yeah. on that team. Um, Kevin Durant. I thought about this the other day. The reason he has his legacy will be tarnished. Mm-hmm. LeBron would have two championships in Cleveland by now, if in that first series he played against the, the Warriors, right? Kyrie and Kevin Love both weren't hurt. Mm. Do you remember both of them being out yeah. that first series? Yeah. And LeBron had who? Della Vadova and like Scrappy an unproven Tristan Thompson no one had ever heard of. And still unproven. Still unproven. But they were like, oh, the Cavs are going to get swept. Remember how LeBron took two games from the yep. Warriors? Nearly three. Mm-hmm. And everyone was going to vote him the MVP, even though he didn't win the finals. Yep. He should have at least two championships in the Cavs. But... Because he faces the Warriors, yeah. he can't do it. It's really tough. I thought tough, about yeah. this the other day while I was taking a shower. This is the thing. These are what I think about in the sure, shower. I'm course. in there just scrubbing. I'm thinking like, how could Kevin Durant do that? How the hell could Because a punk-ass move. punk-ass move. And I thought about it in context. I'm like, okay, I'm so upset 
that Kevin Durant made this move to go to a team that was already dominant. Right. To then make them insurmountable. Yeah. I thought, what can I compare this to? Well, a 73-win team he joined. Yes. The last 70-plus win team was the 72 Bulls, right? Mm -hmm. 72-win, 96 Bulls. Yeah. You got Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Mm -hmm. stars. And say that's like a Draymond, Thompson, Curry situation. Sure. 73 wins versus 72 wins. Ain't nothing. It ain't nothing if you don't have that ring. Just saying. uh Uh-huh. And... The Bulls faced, in 96, the Seattle Supersonics. Yep. What if Gary Payton, top 25 all-time scoring, Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame point guard, said, oh, you know what they need? Me. And y'all, I'm going to go play for the Chicago Bulls. And What would that be? That would be stupid. That what? That team would be dumb. What? You don't Gary need at, that. Gary at the one, Michael at the two, Scotty at the three, Rodman at the four, and Luke Longley. Yeah. You're Zaza. Y- yep. You know? Our dependable Eastern European. Or, or you, you take you take Zaza out and you put in Ron Harper, who is the Andre Iguodala of your yeah. team. And let's get it straight. Andre, you're the Andre. You're the Ron Harper. Oh, 100%. Not, he's out here saying, oh, yeah, I'm like Scottie Pippen. Oh, no, 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 no. When did he say that? He said that in an interview recently. No. They okay, said, I really like you. I really, truly do. Someone is you, you no. You need to drug test that man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, when they asked him about, you know, your process and all this stuff, where you guys are in the season, he said, oh, yeah, we talk a lot about, you know, what I think about what our legacy is and da 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 and I, I think a lot about the, the Bulls, like sure. what that late 90s Bulls team was. That's kind of a lot how we are. And uh, But no one likes you. And he referenced himself as kind of like Scottie Pippen in terms of the things that he can do on the court. My brother. No. You're, no. I know you have abilities. I know you are capable, but in the role and, that and you, you play now. And you show up now, and you do what you need to do. You are no Scottie you Pippen. You are absolutely sorry. a Ron Harper. You better you, you better take several seats. And there's nothing wrong with Ron Harper. And absolutely not. But you just need to be a star in your role. Stay in your lane, boo. Yeah, Stay come in on, bro. your lane. So I'm just saying, I can't believe that the Warriors are as stacked as they are to where a guy like LeBron James, a transcendent player, mm. has to decide... Where am I going to play next year that I have even a a, a sniffing chance mm-hmm. of beating this team? It's just it's just I don't know where you play. And it's the thing is like the <clears throat> the Warriors are doing good even when Curry was out for some time. Oh sure. Like they You only need 3. Yeah. You only and, need 2, but I mean if you have 3 you're good. Yeah, 4 is so unnecessary. Kevin Durant's career Okay, can never. Me. The reason we don't talk about Kevin Durant as being one of the greatest players of all time, mm-hmm. we talk about him as being the second best player in the NBA right now. Sure. We don't talk about him as being one of the greatest. Nope. Pinnacle players of all time. Nope. Never will. Never will. Because of the choice he made. Punk ass move. Punk ass move. Stephen A. Smith said it. I agree with him. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. I appreciated that analogy of like the '90s and yeah that. That totally makes sense in my brain. Oh, I'm so excited for this 10-part documentary. 
I know you are, friend. I'm going to watch it, too. and uh, I'm going to have a viewing party. Okay. I, I, I may, or t- may or may not have told my boss that um, I may have to take a sick day at some point in 2019 yeah, sure, sure, sure. just to um, watch, this. watch this. No, I feel that. I feel that. I'm going to cry. You should. Oh. You should. You, you, because it's a beautiful thing. He was a beautiful player, and um, I wonder it's, if... Yeah. Because that's, like, that's the team that I met when I was young. Didn't you talk to Longley mm-hmm. and Ku Coach? I talked to all of them. Did you talk to Jordan? Yes. Oh, okay. I made I blocked that part out. Wow. Pippen, Jordan, Ku um, Coach. Oh, Rodman Longley. wasn't there. Rodman was there. Ron Harper wasn't there. Did you talk to Rodman? Yeah. What did he say to you? He just said he's like, congratulations on winning the competition. Well, I really said. Wait, that. what was the competition? I had to write a um, a like slogan like campaign of like why eating healthy was important mm-hmm. mind you i had a very terrible relationship with food mm-hmm. <laughs> because people told me i should stop eating it and i was like no i'm gonna eat all of it um <laughs> full circle right here that was the slogan eat all of it um and i said something it was like um something 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 eats food so you can, so that you can be smart it was like the last saying like eat good food so you can be smart kind of a thing and i had like mm-hmm, i like designed mm-hmm. something for it and mm-hmm. i was the one that won and this like bull like came like benny the bull came mm-hmm. to my school while i was at choir rehearsal yeah and gave me the certificate and said i was gonna go watch a bulls basketball game and then meet the team and i did and then a couple of weeks later, Luke Longley came to our school and he remembered me because he came to our school to read to our class. He and said, Crikey, I remember you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, the whole time I was like, do you, do you know what, you know, you're really tall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was. You were at their kneecaps. Uh, barely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, yeah, it was a good time. Oh, that's awesome. I, so that's like watching that. I'm just going to like, when I think of like, um, Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. like I think of the Steve Kerr I met mm-hmm. at that time. You know, like like that young, you know, the, the the young blonde kid who is our reliable three point shot when we need it. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, oh. even now when I see him, I don't see him as like I, like there are moments of oh he's Coach Kerr. He's not. Yeah, he's not <laughs> a bull right now. He is he's Coach Kerr of the Golden State Warriors. I just want to acknowledge that while we're doing this, mm-hmm. we also have the game on the Rockets and Warriors Ooh, the in Rockets game are two. Leading. The Rockets are leading, but I just watched a replay of Kevin Durant cross the Schnikes off of James <laughs> the sh- Harden. The Schnikes? Oh my God! You mean the Adidas? Yeah, I mean, if not for that uh, neoprene fitted one piece booty upper on his new shoes, <laughs> James Harden would have been out there in his socks. <laughs> my God, Kevin Durant! What a guy! Uh, what else? Is there anything else on basketball? Oh, uh, the draft happened. I mean, the the lottery choices oh, yes. for who's going to pick. So, I mean, Suns get the number one pick. Cool. Nothing's going to change for them. Kings get... <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing's going to change. They're going to get a rookie. Cool. Next. They're going to get... Um, people think the, the rookie from uh, Arizona, mm-hmm. Aton, mm-hmm. a seven foot one... Big, big mountain of a man who, if he starts, you know, he's already pretty brawny, but if he lifts some weights, yeah, that guy could be pretty problematic for a lot of teams. Yep. Um, yep. But 
They got that at the number one with the Suns. Kings get number two. They lost their minds in Sacramento when I'm they sure got the they number did. one pick. I'm like, Again, nothing's <laughs> going to change for y'all, but that's cute. Yeah, Sacramento, you're <laughs> hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. Um, that's cute. It's cute. Um, Atlanta, yeah, they've had a tough year, but they've been tanking with the best of them. Right. Atlanta gets number three. Memphis, number five. Dallas, oh, sorry. Number four. Memphis, number four. Yeah. Dallas, number five. And um, Orlando, Chicago, Cleveland, they got from the Brooklyn Nets via Boston because Danny Ainge is a genius. Yes, he did. Um, New York, Philadelphia, top 10. Yeah, uh, nothing's going to change for my Bulls. Um, New York got a number nine pick. There. Uh, I mean, it's just bad juju. You need to do It a, might just be James Dolan, to be honest. He might say, be the bad juju. You need to do uh, uh, Is James Dolan the owner or the manager? He's the manager. No, he's like the head of everything in MSG. Yeah. Well, no, but he does. He he doesn't own the team, does I he? I think he does. Yeah, they need to do an owner draft. <laughs> Somebody else, please. It's not the players. Yeah. To do that different. Well, we'll see what the draft looks like. Is the draft in Chicago this year? Because I think the lottery was in Chicago. Mm, but I don't know if the Chicago, the Phoenix. I do not know. Mm, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but that's it. Phoenix, good luck. Don't screw it up. Yeah, you got one job. Yeah, I would. They will pick Aton because he played at University of Arizona, so they'll probably just move him up the road from Tucson to Phoenix. Yeah, that makes and sense. And say, all right, put on a different jersey now, go play. Sounds um, like a plan. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Dope people. Dope people. Let's do it. All right. All right, folks, it's time to talk about our dope person of the week. Each week, we pick a dope person that we think is doing dope things. Sometimes it's multiple people, but I think this week we just picked one person each, right? Yeah. So do you want to talk about yours first? Scotty Pippen. What? <laughs> that was not what I was he expecting. He needs a 10-part series. Oh, so, okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, hashtag I'm... Scotty Pippen 10-part series. <laughs> where's where's Scotty Pippen's 10-part series? Yeah. Hashtag that. <laughs> Put it all over the place. Please advocate for this man. No, I didn't choose him. I chose uh, someone who is... In essence, working as an ally mm-hmm. within the league right now. Love that. For supporting... Um, ally to what? <laughs> I'm like I'm just like, I love it as though... Ally, like, ally to racism. <laughs> to uh, white women. Um, this is what... This, in, in the way, in the good way <laughs> okay. that, that Michelle Wolf... Can we just say Wolf, women? Well, Michelle Wolf, I'm thinking of her... her oh, right, right, right. Okay. Her White House Correspondents' Dinner. And yes. she raises a good point because I'll, I'll just acknowledge what some people have said on this topic issue. Okay. So the point being, Pau Gasol, Ooh, center yeah. slash power forward for the San Antonio Spurs, mm-hmm. former player for the Bulls, before that the Lakers, before that the Grizzlies. Yeah. He's been around for 17 years and been a great player throughout. Absolutely. Good teammate. People say great things about him. Yeah. Um... His assistant coach for the Spurs, Becky Hammond, has... First female assistant coach. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. been our dope person yes. of the week before. She has. She is now being considered for head coaching jobs, namely the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one other franchise. I think Bucks is the only one that people have been talking about. Right. Um, but she has been called in for interviews for that. Mm-hmm. So she's being considered, and people are talking around the league in circles and talk radio saying... Are we ready to have our first female head coach? The answer is yes. Yeah, well, Powell thinks so as well. Oh. So he wrote a piece in the Players' Tribune. I love it. I love the Players' Tribune. I didn't get to read this yet. A pretty lengthy piece. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. I it's have and to. not lengthy in like a. It, it's not the longest article I've ever read, but sure. he makes a 
strong case and he's very vehement about it. This is his assistant coach. He's had her uh, coaching him for about, what, three years now in San Antonio? Yeah. And I think she's been there for three years, so... Or maybe four. I think longer. She's been with him for a while. Okay. And she coached in the WNBA for a long time. WNBA. She, yeah. WNBA, yeah, yeah, And she also was their D-League uh, coach and won a championship. She did. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's amazing. She's a really qualified coach. Very assertive, directive, knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And so Powell goes on to say, well, I should say, the reason I mentioned like white female coaches is because there are some people who are... There are guys in the road who say, oh, you know, she didn't play basketball before and she coached in the WNBA. That's not the same thing. And she doesn't really da 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 da. Arguments that that don't stand up for Powell and a lot of people who know Becky Hammond. Um, There are certain people who allegedly like ESPN commentator Amin Al-Hassan feel like great that she's getting an opportunity. And I love Amin. I think he's a great commentator, but great that she's getting an opportunity Definitely has served well in her post, mm-hmm. um, but you know she might be skipping the line ahead of some people who are more qualified for mm. those jobs, namely people of color, mm. black um, women. Could be. Mm-hmm. He's just saying there are people of color who could be in those roles. This is a white person, albeit a woman, mm-hmm. but you know, again, passing over people of color for this job. That's all he was saying. Okay. So that I could, mean, people have their be... opinions. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know. Name names, though. Like, don't be just saying that. Who who are the people, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And this is just coming from a secondhand article. Right. So I don't know if Amin ever um, elaborated on mm-hmm. that. But uh, Powell said a lot of good things. And one of the things, uh, just one of the, the meat of his argument is this. Um, if you're making the argument that anyone who's actually played any high-level basketball, you're going to seem really ignorant. But I also have a simple response to it, which is that I've been in the NBA for 17 years. I've won two championships. I've played with some of the best players of this generation. And I've played under two of the sharpest minds in the history of sports, Phil Jackson Jackson, and Greg Popovich. And I'm telling you, Becky Hammond can coach. I'm not saying she can coach pretty well. I'm not saying she can coach enough to get by. I'm not saying she can coach almost at the level of NBA's male coaches. I'm not saying, uh, I am saying Becky Hammond can coach NBA basketball, period. Well, damn. So, I mean, he's coming out in defense of his assistant coach, advocating for her candidacy mm-hmm. in a head coaching position. Sure. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. It sucks that a man has to come out and advocate for a woman um, to other men. Mm-hmm. Like, she can't be seen as a whole viable candidate. Right. Just for uh, her skills, not right. because of the fact that she has a vagina. Because men are worried, like, oh, what if she's, you know, what's she going to say in the locker room? What if she's too emotional? What, you know, this feminine you, energy around I was going to say, her. like, as though, like, male coaches aren't emotional. As right. though, like, you don't see players having emotion and yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. crying or whatever. She's going to be too passive or she's not going to be assertive. You don't know her life? Yeah. Like, people be talking too much. Yeah. So, Pow is on the side of giving uh, Becky her just dues. And so, she'll go into those interviews with the Bucks and whoever else is interested and we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. I'm so stoked for her. Yeah. If, it's, if it pans out, like, I think that'd be so great. I think she would do well in, like, a Milwaukee... Um, uh, market. Why do you say that? Just the Midwest 
is a very like welcoming place. I think that she's obviously going to get the people that are like, oh, she's a girl, mm-hmm. like that assholery. But like, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of people that will like welcome her. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of Chicago fans of of the Milwaukee Bucks too. Yeah, so. they're very close by. Yeah, the Bucks. I'm trying. If she were coaching Antetokounmpo, I'm trying to. Think I think of, it. I I think even he said he was cool with it. Yeah, I think he'd be fine. Yeah, I think uh, Bledsoe would be okay. She's. I mean, she's de- dealt with personality. She'll be fine, and she's yeah. also dealt with people who have no personalities. Yeah, Kawhi. but you, it, it depends on the ownership and the yeah. management, because like they will they will flip a coach in a minute. If oh, yeah. your if your record's not good enough, yeah, they'll definitely go with their superstar players before Over you. They, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'd be ne- yesterday's news, so absolutely. she'd have to be successful. Absolutely, so. and I hope she is. Whatever, whether it's the Bucks or anywhere else, I hope she is successful. Except not the Kings. Just don't go to the Kings. Yeah. Bad juju. No, it's never going to work out. Never going to work. Even if they got number two pick. Still not going to work. Right. Not going to work. All right. So my person. Who you got? I got Rachel Meghan Markle. Do you know who that is? Rachel Meghan Markle? Yeah. Does Meghan Markle go by her middle name? Sure does. One of us. (laughs) One of us. Yes. If you didn't know, Alex's first name is not Alex. Yes. (laughs) It's something else. The world will never know. We'll never know. Unless I accidentally say it on the cast. We'll edit that out. Yeah. What, uh, what so, about Megan? So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Miss Markle is getting married to none other than Prince Harry of Wales, I'm, assu- I'm assuming. Yeah. Wales? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, which is a big deal because, um, and she's getting married this week, I believe this weekend. Which will be exciting, I think, okay. in a couple of days. Great. So normally I give zero craps about any wedding at all. But for some reason, the British family, like the, the royal family, uh, I don't know, Did man. you care about the other two? The other weddings? <laughs> no, sorry. I just completely realized that I don't know anything. I forget who the other brother is and William? who he married. Okay, who married? William and Kate. Yeah, did you watch that? I didn't. Okay. I like Megan because I've like followed her her acting career for some time. Like I watched Suits, Suits, yeah. and because I, I I think she's kind of a badass in that. Mm-hmm. And I like her because of the humanitarian that she is. So that's why she's my dope person. Okay. There's been some like drama with like her dad and her like like half siblings being kind of obnoxious and things like that. Her dad's not coming to the wedding because he has some heart surgery stuff going on, and he also like paid he got paid by. Uh, some tabloid people to like take pictures and things like that. It was like strange. Anyway, um, but just a little bit about who Megan is. Um, she is a former American actress. She like took a, like since she's since she became engaged and involved with uh, the prince. Um, she's like erased all her social media and all these different things uh, because she's not going to be part of the royal family. She's a stay at home princess. Because uh, that's not what princesses do. They do a lot of other things. Okay. Um, She was raised in California. She graduated from Northwestern University with a degree in theater and international studies in 2003. So she understands Evanston, Illinois and Chicago very well. Mm -hmm. Um, She played small roles in like various like American TV shows from like General Hospital, which she I think she got the gig because her dad worked like as like a lighting person in the show uh, for the studio. Um, But I think her biggest break came when um, she played for Suits, uh, where she played Rachel Zane, a biracial legal 
assistant turned into lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very cool. And in 2018, she was named as one of the 100 most influential people in the world, not because she's just marrying some prince, which is like, that's what most, most people will think. But honestly, it's because of her humanitarian work. So she's done a ton of work with uh, One Young World, um, the United Nations, World Vision Canada, um, United Nations Entry for Gender Equality and Empowerment of Women. She's an advocate for that. Um, she has done a lot of things in other countries to help um like further women's rights like she went to india to speak uh, speak very openly about issues concerning women especially because there's a lot of like rape and things like that happening in india mm-hmm. very very outwardly with, with no regard um she uh was she traveled to rwanda for the clean water campaign um with the united nations uh she she's done a lot of humanitarian work and it's really cool to see this woman who is a divorcee Right, she's thirty six years old, mm-hmm. marrying a younger man. Um, I think Prince Harry is like thirty one or something. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's. I think he is. Let me see. Prince Harry, how old are you? He's thirty three. So he's three years younger. Okay. Um, she's a divorcee. You know, which was like oh, scandalous, like to be marrying someone from the, like the royal family like that. Um, but she not, and she like looks at her life and looks at like the 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 opportunities that were given to her and has always used it as a way to for good for others. And she's been doing this from the minute she started being in the public eye, even before Harry became mm-hmm. a part of her life, uh, which is one of the reasons why they even started dating. It was like a blind date and that's what they got together. So she's my dope person because, Hey, I love seeing an American girl, you know, kicking it with the Royal family and doing b- big things. I'm just, I'm assuming and they'll be doing a lot. And she's already been doing like Royal family duties by going to events and charity related stuff and things like that. So, and she's also just like a really down to earth girl. Like they like camp and like do things that are just like normal, um, which is kind of cool too. Um, but yeah, so she's my dope person because she's done really awesome things for the world and she's getting married this week and I wish her and her love the best. It's like a really shallow but like not shallow dope person why uh, yeah. why are you laughing <laughs> i just I, I it came out of left field i didn't know i didn't see that coming but i didn't know she did all those dope things so yeah that's pretty cool and i'm excited for her on her wedding day yeah i am um looking at something right now uh i just wanted to know who her ex-husband was because i oh, was a white guy she had i know i looked him up just now <laughs> yeah. i just feel like God, you must be the saddest this week. Maybe not. But they were together for like a long time. Like they were only married for like, I think two years, but like they were together from like 2009 to 2000. Like that's a long time. But think about it. You're what? Who is he married to now? Okay. No, he's not married right now. Yeah. But you're about to watch your ex-wife and like best friend, former best friend now marry into the royal family. Yeah. Like. Talk about an upgrade. I was about to say, my let me upgrade. Damn, how would you feel? You know, as long as she's happy, if she if she if she loves if she she likes it, I love it. You know, you want the best. You want the best for her. I hope. I'm sure he's. I hope. I hope it is. Like, I mean, if you've been in a relationship for that long, like that's. I would hope that's what you would want. Aww. Yeah, she's dated some white guys lately. Yeah, it's fine. She's you know what? she's half white and half black, so I know. I want to soften up on my. Uh, we talk. I feel like in some social circles, we talk about. Um, 
Some people are critical of interracial marriages when there are power, power dynamics involved, sure. which is like all the, white, the time. Yeah, white and black. Or, yeah. yeah. Often, yeah. like, it's, like, a white person and, like... Yeah, a like a person of color. But if it's like a person of color and another person of color, like it's okay. But like there may be some power dynamics still. Right. Yeah. So black women, stereotypically, and in some experiences I've witnessed, will get upset when they see a black man dating a white woman. Yeah. Or a black man dating any other like race of mm-hmm. women besides black. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're not woke enough. They're not like if uh-huh. they do those things. Have you, do you watch Dear White People on Netflix? No. You need to watch it. I know. It's one of it's, those things. I'm sorry. It's good. I get it. Because they, they talk about that. I know. A lot. In a very smart, intellectual, and just genius, beautiful okay. way. I will check it out then. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll see that in other communities, like brown and immigrant communities, where mm-hmm. if you marry outside of that, and I've heard this from you mm-hmm. too, is like you marry outside of this this uh, coalition, mm-hmm. This demographic, That's, you're you're. What are you doing? Right, like you're going a little bit too far. Or there. there's younger people that are like, do it, do, do it, it. <laughs> break it, the walls. <laughs> yeah, break the walls. Exactly. So when I that that episode, of, that's what my sister said to me when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just dating outside of the race. That she's like, do it. You should do it. When I listen, when I look I'm at, like, um, I'm not going to fetishize people because they're a different race. Than well, me. fetishizing <laughs> is one thing, but like just being open to difference yeah. is totally different. I mean, there's also preferences like. I'm yeah. like I haven't I've like dated one white guy mm-hmm. and it was like a couple of dates yeah but there was just like so much about me he just didn't he just wouldn't have understood yeah there's that and so and I'm just like I and so like I'm always hesitant to date someone who's white right but I'm not like closed off on it but, but I'm like but if that white person had a lot of experience that would lend itself to understanding your culture, not entirely, but somewhat because they have a relatable experience growing up overseas in a different culture right. that you're also interested in that you don't have much experience sure. with, where you could both learn from each other. And it's not even about culturally. It's just like there's a, the empathy piece, right? Like, can, sure. can I, which I'm sure is what like they were like, they both came from broken homes. They they both had this like really difficult like relationship with maybe a parent or or like a loss or whatever maybe so that like connected them right like life experiences connect you with people yeah i just i as someone who is open to dating outside of my race because i am biracial right it's pretty easy to do for me yeah um i've never dated a mixed person yeah it would be hard for me to find just like exclusively mixed people so yeah. um, they exist yeah you they do exist. they yeah, we do, but I just don't encounter them on a regular. But uh, as someone who's open to doing that, sometimes I guilt myself or I let society's pressures of, you know, you got to date within a certain confine. Like you should date black women because right. like, you know, you know what Barack did having a black uh, first lady was really profound. A for the, lady, not even Yeah, like, like with melanin, extra melanin. Yeah. Um, Looking fine as hell. Yeah, that was really important for our country. And so right. to go in, if he, if Barack was president with a white woman, that I mean, mm, still important to be the first per- president of color, but right. it wouldn't have the same punch right. without that woman behind you that's right. like your right arm. So for me, I was listening to that podcast about race in America, you mm-hmm. know, gravity and this sort of stuff. Right. I was like, man, you know what? Break those walls. Man, seriously, like love who you love and love them well. Let's and mix, love them responsibly. Let's mix and melt this country until it's as brown as as wood and just. I was, I was hoping you were saying brown as me, but I guess not. No, That's you cool. can't. You can't really. No, brown is <laughs> brown is like milk chocolate. 
I'm pretty milk chocolatey. Well, we're gonna get to a nice mocha. We're gonna a get mocha. to a nice so mocha. I need to be darker. Mo, is it darker? Than is it you lighter? Are? I think it's. Sl- I don't. I think because I'm middle, like mid tone. You and me. It's because I'm darker than you. Yes. By li- like not a lot though. It was somewhere between the two of us. I would say that's what I'm thinking. Mocha looks right. like. Right, 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 right. You're you're more like a. a does hazel not have a color? Sure. It's like a, a light brown. I think, I th- well, I think of it as darker <laughs> of a brown. I would call you hazelnut. Okay. And I would say uh, I'm probably somewhere on the shade of cappuccino. I can see you being a little cappuccino-y. Right. So, yeah, mocha is in between that. I love that I'm darker skinned than my sisters. Yeah. I love it. Why? They hate it. Just because, I mean, my skin would be popping. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> That's you, why. The sun does less, like, damage. I mean, well, no, it still does damage. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I haven't Both seen your sisters sister. in a while, so I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, like, growing up, I was, like, the dark one. Yeah. Uh, but no one really made fun of me because I wasn't even... I'm not dark-skinned compared to other, like... My dad grew up, growing up, was considered dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. When I look at him now, I'm just like, you just brown like me. Brown <laughs> like me. I'm just Title saying, of a I good tan, book. I tan uh, very nicely. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate that melanin. Nice, Dad. Um, but yeah, the, right, cool. our dope people were pretty cool. Yeah, I'm exhausted, dude. I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, okay, man. This <laughs> is early for us too. I know. I'm All like... right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Make sure you uh, continue to listen, subscribe, rate. Follow us on the gram and all the other social media platforms. Anything you want to end off the the night with? Be easy, y'all. Take it easy. All right, all right. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. See ya. Yeah.